everyone, and welcome to our podcast. First, a disclaimer. We're adults, and there will be explicit language, conversation topics, and spoilers ahead. We hope you enjoy. A trope might be interesting. Right. <laughs> like, it was, it was super predictable, and I laughed that I kept comparing it to, like, Sons of Anarchy, and that's what I was kind of referring to it. And then I saw that line in the book, and I was like, meh. I saw that and cackled. I was like, hey, look, Elena. <laughs> Yeah, like it literally, it plays out like a season, or not even a season, like three episodes of Sons of Anarchy. Like, but it was just, it was so predictable. And I, I appreciate the attempt of inclusivity and allyship and LGBTQIA plus everything. But it was done in the most stereotypical, bland, as Allie predicted and could see through the whole book way. Like you knew how they were, how he was going to do it, and like, uh, it played like it played like a TV show. Yeah, which he wrote I think it for. This would probably be a good TV show. I mean, I probably want to watch it, but it, it would be something people would like, right? But I, mean, I just—he put more work into the action scenes that lasted like fifty thousand pages than to any character building, which is sad you know, because it, they were still kind of poorly written. I think. Yeah. They should have been fleshed out a lot more, and I feel like he could have done a lot more with Tangerine and elaborated more on the sons, and uh, it seemed almost like the LGBTQIA plus elements were plot driver. Like they were just there to accent the action of his main idea of vengeance and fighting and, you know, having that prison life background. They were outliers in the actual content of the book, which is Mm -hmm. sad because they could have been so much more. Yeah. So, yeah. Do we know yeah. much about the author? Yeah, he he's gay. He's a gay black man. So I wonder why he didn't incorporate more of the main drivers and and I don't want to say like the main hooks for us to read this was you know having no. a thriller with those LGBTQIA plus. I expected plus- more from him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, uh, the big issue was just, it was literally a picture-perfect stereotype of every single person. Mm-hmm. Um, from Jazzy, the person that worked inside the shop, to, what's his name, Grayson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To... I mean, Buddy Lee, he was white, racist, trailer trash that was homophobic and hit his son. Right. Like, I've never met one of those before. Yeah, no, what? I didn't even know they made those. But it's it's not only that, the uh, stereotypes of the people of color in the whole thing were just so... They're what my racist family members think people of color are or gay people. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't know. 
I wonder if he wrote it from the standpoint of these are things that he's directly directly experienced. So that's what oh, maybe possibly it's just it's sad it's disappointing i mean there were elements <laughs> that i did enjoy but i mean for the most part i hated the predictability and i hated the stereotyping mm-hmm. yeah because i love coming across a book and it's it's not only engaging but i take something away from it and really with this one sadly there's really nothing to take away from Mm-hmm. it's like watching a series of something and then never wanting to watch it again because one and done, you know, what, what else are you going to get from it? Mm-hmm. So that's disappointing. Yeah, but- I heard I heard his other book was way better. And honestly, I might read it. It could have just been, I don't know. I hope so. I hope it's better. I mean, Blacktop Wasteland sounded better sounds intriguing but so did this i was super pumped about this book but. and people love people love it really it's like i was on facebook and they're just talking about how they hope it's book of the year and so didn't people also love the last thing you told me like, oh god they did i think they just they're not like Okay, when I first started reading thrillers, any thriller would be like, wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But after you've read a lot of books, you're like, okay, this person didn't do any character building. They literally wrote a stereotype. Right. Uh, let's um, throw out the people we meet on vacation. Mm-hmm. There weren't, like, everyone was fresh and it felt new. Um, I'm trying to think of other books I've read that just had fresh and new characters that didn't go to a stereotype but if you haven't read a lot of books you don't realize how close a lot of authors follow stereotypes instead of doing their own character building like they're people they're not just puppets you know mm-hmm. right but <sighs> I, a lot of these people are just probably either new book readers or they don't read a lot of um thrillers yeah that's what I'm kind of thinking. Or they're just happy to be reading books. <laughs> I was going to say, that, like, the last person would be me. Because I'm just like, yay, I'm reading something. And I may not pay attention or catch that it's, there are going to be those issues. Um, but I think I told Elena, I was just like, okay, everything's going downhill in the second half. Like, I, I now see... <laughs> Because before it was just like, yay, it's fast paced. I can read it. And then the second half was like, this is a load of garbage. I fucking hate it. So this is why I don't read reviews. Mm -hmm. Because there have been some books that I've read and absolutely loved. And then I read the reviews and they're like, X, Y, and Z, these are all problems. And then later I'm sitting there and I'm like, how did I not notice that? Mm -hmm. Right. But I really loved the book. And it's some of these books are still my favorite books. I just, because I read it without having thoughts yeah because then you start seeing it's like if you love your cheeks your whole life and then someone says you look like a chipmunk are you gonna look in the mirror and be like do i look like a chipmunk well yeah as a matter of fact yes compared to one in the fifth grade okay (laughs) my anger of um stereotypes it's just a thing. 
yeah, it's it was yeah, it just progressively got worse, and it I think our last recording between the two of you, you had definitely guessed the rest of the book, so yeah, it was. I mean, it was predictable then, too, which was disappointing already. But it was like, well, maybe, maybe. Nope, nope, they did not. They did not twist anything. It literally went the way we thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like it was such a dude ending, too. With, like, you know, big explosions and shootouts and all that crazy shit and I'm like mm. oh my god really like it, it literally finished like a finale in a show with dramatic I, deaths and everything I knew Buddy Lee would die he had oh yeah to. totally he was dying anyway what kind of perfect timing was that though of there's this huge Disney firework explosion of all the things and I'm going to die right here next to a truck. Well, right. yeah. <laughs> like, ugh, he's, he's, yeah. 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 That could not have worked out better. It was just, it was so clean, but stereotypical for a wrap up at the end of the book. I mean, I don't expect it to be open ended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, it, it was, uh, it was boring. I and it just lost sight of the whole point that they got on that journey to begin with. Like you see them lose sight of their sons. They say at the end they're doing it for them, but they're not doing it for them. They're doing it for themselves. Yeah. You know, and so that's what made me disappointed too is the whole like I said the whole purpose and the element that brought people into reading this book that brought us into it because it sounded really intriguing. Mm-hmm. was totally left behind and thrown to the side by the end of the book. Because it becomes a redemption arc for themselves more than being at peace and hoping that their sons would be proud of what they did. Which they wouldn't have because that's not who they were. Yeah, they went about that all wrong. Right. Like, You're traumatizing our daughter. Right? Oh, exactly. Man. I mean, and like, put grandma in the hospital. You know, just... Wait, did Grandma pull through? I don't even remember. I think she did, if I remember right. They, he kind of, I think they hinted at that because she was out, but it didn't. I don't remember if it did. I don't remember if they mentioned her at the end. Okay. I know he mentioned they mentioned him back at work. Oh yeah, she was because she got close with uh, Tangerine and uh, what's it, Jazzy? But it's Tangerine and Maya and Ariana are all together. Okay. So Angie is be like part of the family now shocking it's not but anyway which is cool i'm glad but at the same time predictable and the detective just let him off right yeah, nobody sure. does that I got my eye on you i know you did it <laughs> what i know that's not realistic at all oh my god you're telling me a cop wouldn't have it out for a black man right which he that is the whole thing he keeps talking about throughout the whole book about how different and how hard he's had it. And then at the end, the cop's just like, hey, I'm, I'm watching you. I'm watching you. No, what? Well, no, he doesn't have to because everyone's dead. Like, we're fine now. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's... 
I thought that was kind of odd. He's just like, okay, bye. Have a good day. So this is why we're happy to move on to the next book. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was horrible. Um, Unless you want like a really fast read with no substance or character development and it's completely predictable and there's stereotypes coming out the wazoo. um, And you could probably read it in a day if you're super dedicated. But outside of that. I did read half of it, it right before bed. (laughs) <laughs> you did. <laughs> That's I did. <laughs> and you got progressively more and more disgusted, didn't you? Ooh. I kind of was like falling asleep and I was like, hurry, just finish off these last 30 pages so you don't have to ever read it again. <laughs> right. But I couldn't. I'm so tired. Th- this is, uh, I would be okay with turning this book into book art. One, because Boogie stepped all over it and ripped one of the pages because he's old and that's what he does. Um, but because the outside cover is like a mustardy gold color and it's a Hufflepuff color. So I could turn it into a thing and then put it on the shelf and it would be great. And nobody has to read the spine of it. All right, ladies. Well, yeah. it have to be better because I, I don't, I can't. I know. I know. It'll be better. It'll be better. It'll be good. It'll be great. Yes. Can you read the name of the book, Elena? The Inheritance of Orchidea Divina. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. By Zoraida Cordova. Sounds good to me. And what page? 159? Uh, yes. Perfect. All right. 159. Woo! Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> good night.